What's up and welcome to Groundbreaking, a friendly media original podcast bringing you the young creatives redefining what it means to create and introducing you to tomorrow's leaders today. I'm Jake Brewer. Let's get started. Today's episode is one of my favorites because today's guest is one of the most incredible people I think I've ever met with a truly incredible story. Meet Bea Reyes, a content creator and singer supporting small businesses and elevating truly iconic and incredible brands through a personality and energy that radiates creativity and passion. Today we're chatting all things content, being influenced by your own story, and recognizing self-awareness in your work. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Groundbreaking. I'm so thrilled that you're back with us after after like a quick little mid-season hiatus. We have a ton more creators and a ton more incredible people to talk to and introduce you to, and today is no exception to just that. I am so excited for you to meet my new friend. We've known each other for probably about five minutes now, Um, but I'm really, really excited because already the energy is just through the roof and I already feel so inspired even before we even met on this silly little Zoom call we're on right now. But I'm really excited to introduce you to our guest today. She's so incredibly articulate and purposeful with all of her content, um, but also so creative. Everything you see from her is seems almost like it has a very distinct purpose. And it's like, it's so well-planned and thought out and everything that she stands for is something that is so relevant and so strong and so emotional and so meaningful. And I'm really, really truthfully kind of starstruck and excited to be talking to her today. So Bea Reyes, welcome to Groundbreaking. I cannot give you the, in a bigger welcome than this. That was an amazing welcome, Jacob. I cannot like, I'm very humbled by everything you said. So thank you. I'm so happy to join you today. Well, I can talk forever about how cool I think you are. And maybe you want to hear that, but I think everybody else probably doesn't. So so let's dive into the show. I told you kind of about what we do, and I'm sure there's a ton of um, aspiring content creators and a ton of inspiring people who are listening today and who really, I think are going to learn a lot from your story and any sort of insight that you can give. And I'll take the words right out of your mouth. You said right before we began, you're an open book, and I'm really excited to talk about your story. So tell us a little bit about the work that you do, of course, and how you really sort of make a lot of those decisions and how you work and how you got to where you are sitting here right today. Okay. Do you mind if I start from the beginning? Cause I think it'll help with how, like I landed to where I am today, basically. You start wherever you want. I am here to listen. Okay. So as a kid, I was like an all-around performer. I, and I still love singing today, but I, I, I sang and I also did acting. Um, and let me tell you, with everything that's going on in the world today, that was very relevant even back then, unfortunately. But that also goes into why I'm doing what I'm doing. But anyways, um, I did a lot of singing and acting. And then when I was 15, I was very fortunate to be offered a contract in the Philippines because I'm a proud Filipino, but um, I was offered a contract in the Philippines to sing and do all these great commercials and movies. And at the time I was like, okay, should I do American Idol or should I do, because I wanted to be like the youngest American Idol to join. Should I do American (laughs) Idol or um, do my singing career in the Philippines? And it was really hard because I was like, well, in the Philippines, I can learn more about my culture and like the language. Cause I, I only knew how to say like one, two, three 
I need to go pee and poo. <laughs> Sorry, TMI. <laughs> That's the only things I, I knew. Which how can to only say. get you so far. Yeah. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> I mean, when I go to Costco here, no one understands the word I'm saying unless you're Filipino. But <laughs> you know, it worked. Um, it was either that or like, okay, do I stay here, see what happens, and then join? So I kind of took the big leap and a really big like it was. I was kind of scared, but I was like, you know what? Like, how would I know if I don't try? Right. I went to the Philippines. I produced two albums. It was so great. Um, I did a couple of movies, did a couple commercials, but it was more focused on singing. And then I was also very um, humble to sing for the Queen of Thailand for her birthday. So it really it, it rounded me up as like a because I was only like, again, a teen. So it really taught me maturity. Like I matured really fast with, you know, um, being on time, being punctual, dealing with producers and photographers and, you know, the way you act with these people who are so like well-versed and talented. It, it, it was just an amazing experience. And, you know, despite the politics, you know, politics is everywhere, but despite the politics and just entertainment industry in general, I would do that all over again, just because as an artist, I learned so much. So, five years passed and my management was like, do you want to renew your contract? Blah, 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 blah. They are very supportive. I was like, you know, I love singing. It's my passion. It's my life, but fame is not forever. Let's say that. And I was like, I need to go back to school. I'm like, yeah, come back here anytime. You know, you're always welcome. So I went to a local college in my area. I went to Cerritos college. Um, I was scared because I didn't know really what to, you know, major in. I was like, and at the time, I, I was thinking, like, I want to sing the theater. And OK, let me say this. People who are who major in theater and do theater, I have so much respect for them because it's hard. It is not easy. And I was like, OK, I'm scared to major in theater. So I didn't do theater or music. And I was like, well, I love storytelling and I love interviewing people and getting to the nitty gritty and getting to know them, like who they are as an individual, what they do and why they do what they do and all that good stuff. So I was like, oh, what's journalism? So I'll be honest with you. I learned like some people are like, oh, I started when I was eight. I'm like, nah, I kind of like started a little later, but you know, better late than never. So I um, went to Cerritos College. Well, it sounds like you were kind of busy up until that point. So <laughs> like, you're like, oh my God, this girl's like, all over. I was like, I think you had some things going on. You're too busy singing for the queen. I think that's as good of an excuse if I I've ever heard one. <laughs> oh my God. I mean, again, it was a humbling experience. I mean, the food was great. Let me tell you that. And the people were so kind. I mean, again, like I said before, it was just a humbling experience. But I will tell you, first journalism class ever, I was just like, this is so intimidating. I remember she was like, okay, go interview someone out there and ask them about um, whatever was going on at the time. And it was funny because not to toot my own horn, but at the time I was so used to people interviewing me, you know, I knew mm -hmm. how to, you know, I knew how to persuade my way. Like, let's say I couldn't say this. I knew how to answer. So I was just like, what am I going to ask them? Like in my head, I only knew from what people would ask me who, what, where, when, and why. Hi, what's your name? Um, why are you here? <laughs> like, it, it seems so blunt, but like, I didn't know how to like ask questions back then, but thank God. I mean, taking classes after classes and doing more journalism classes and learning, you know, the ins and outs of it. I was like, okay, this is kind of like where I belong. I, I love it. So fast forward um, a couple months, oh no, three years, excuse me. I, you know, sent all, all my 
um, essays and all that good stuff. And I'll be honest with you, the first year, I did not get into any of the schools that I wanted to get into. Um, and I want to share this because it was very depressing for me. And I just want to share this also because it's not an easy road. You know, am I allowed to cuss on this show? Yes. Oh my gosh. Go for okay. it. If, if that's what needs to be said, do it. Okay. Yeah. No, life is full of shit. Let me tell you that. But as long as you just go with the punches and I'm not saying, okay, smile all the time, but you know, take that all in. Like, you know, maybe that was a sign for me to take a break. And it was, you know, I took a break to myself still i still continued i still uh, excuse me i still continued singing i did all that good stuff and i think i needed that because after that break i went again i went out to you know all those essays sending it here and there and it was like boop, i got into bu and i was like oh my god like boston university and i was so excited because i'll be honest i'm very fam family oriented um, again, being a proud Filipina, for those Filipinos listening, you know, you're always with your parents or you're with your family. So um, again, I forgot to mention this, but I went to BU at 25. So I felt really old because again, with my singing career, I was so caught up in that, that I kind of did things a little late, you know, but again, age is nothing but a number guys, but absolutely, um, <laughs> absolutely. Couldn't agree more. But I went, to, I think, yeah, I went to BU. I was about 25. It was really hard because People thought, because I'm really short for my age and they think I'm like in high school. It's like, no, I'm really 25. <laughs> but um, I was very, I chose BU because, you know, there are so many outstanding things about the school. And then also I was like, I grew, I was born and raised in LA. I never went out of that. So I kind of wanted to like spread my wings and fly. And um, it was hard. It was, it was very hard for me, again, being family oriented, depression did come like oh, I miss my mom I was like I don't freaking care I'm 25 and I miss my freaking parents you know and I miss home I miss my bed it's it's different but you know it did teach me even though I was 25 it did teach me like wow this is adulting like fuck this <laughs> adulting is not easy guys it really no. isn't I was like I miss because at BU I was working at GSU at the time so I was always around Panda and um it was just like, man, working at the same time, paying off school loans and going to school. I'm like, I want to be a kid again. <laughs> I was like, I, I don't want to grow up. But, you know, I will say my experiences at BU definitely shaped um, the content creator slash journalist, whatever you may call me today. So um, I finished school. I was so happy. Well, obviously, who wouldn't be happy? But um, I was very happy just because I felt like it took a long time, I think with my singing career. And then, you know, cause I went in and out of school. I couldn't go to school cause people would recognize me. Then go back to school. Cause I wanted to feel normal then back and forth. It was just, let me tell you, people who have a career in the industry, they have every right to see a therapist. Cause I think back then, sorry if I'm jumping to so many subjects, but no, you know, no, keep going. <laughs> we used to scrutinize like, you know, Britney Spears being crazy or, you know, Lindsay Lohan going to therapy, but experiencing what I experienced, fuck, you need, everyone needs therapy. Let me tell you, just because, you know, even, I mean, there are good and bad to everything. And being in the Philippines, I was, I was not Filipino enough. And unfortunately here in America, even when I was doing my singing career, I wasn't American enough. And then in the Philippines, because the industry standard is like, oh, you must be slender. You must be a little light-skinned. It was not any of that. So imagine at the age of 14, I was being called fat every day. They're watching what I was eating, looking at me. I took diet pills. Like it's, 
it was a roller coaster, you know, and no one deserves that. But let me tell you, that still goes on today. And it, and it's, it's really unfortunate. But again, you know, I've learned no one deserves that. And hopefully, I mean, that was a long time ago, but hopefully they did change the standards of entertainment. I mean, sometimes that goes on today. I mean, like you see those actors and actresses in Hollywood, they look healthy on TV. And then when you see them in person, you're like, oh my God, like no offense, you look really thin. It's because, you know, they were told that TV adds 10 pounds. So you need to look really slender on like on TV. So you look good, you know, but um, again, like I said there, that's like, I think the unfortunate part of entertainment and it still is, it's, it's such a vicious cycle. But anyways, as I was saying, I dig, I digress, but um, I understand why, like now, like looking back, I'm like, okay, I understand why they need therapy because no shit, like, you mature at a young age. Again, I didn't, I didn't go to prom. I didn't experience like, oh, having a, what is that called? Crossage on my hand. I've always wanted one. I mean, that sounds so funny. Who wants a corsage at the age of 27? Because I was like, I didn't experience prom, you know? And I'm like, I asked my boyfriend, babe, can you give me a prom? Because I haven't experienced prom. But um, anyways, but yeah, with that being said, um, everyone needs therapy and I'm so for mental health. But anyways, um, Again, I'm like, I'm like open tabs guys. So if you hear me jumping, that's how I talk. If you see your like window screen open on the internet with all these tabs, like 25 of them, that's like my brain right there. <laughs> <laughs> but um, went to BU, I was scared to be honest because you know, everybody was so proud of me that I like, graduated and I was so scared that I wouldn't get a job or an internship you know, but what I learned guys is the connections you make, don't take those for granted because I was very fortunate that because some people, their mindset is if you help me, I'll stay with you. If you don't help me, um, I kind of just leave you hanging. Like I won't talk yeah. to you. And I think like for those who are listening, like, please keep those connections. Even if they like, don't help you, like, it's okay. If they don't help you. Maybe it's not meant to be for you at that moment because a year well, no, now we're in like 2021. So before, like, before I went to BU, I was already reaching out to people and they're like, no, like there's nothing really open right now. And it's kind of like really sad. I'm like, well, how am I going to get my foot in the door if I don't like work somewhere? But again, those people I met, whether it was through KTLA, you know, local stations here in um, Southern California, I just kind of kept them. And I texted them from time to time, like, hey, how are you doing? Because honestly, I wouldn't say like, as long as you don't like, kiss ass like 24 7 but be yourself that's all that matters I know that sounds corny but truly be yourself because that's what I did texted them like hey Merry Christmas I hope you're doing great because you know I mean why not you know but again I kept those connections and then I was so fortunate I landed and um I landed a internship with ABC7 um one of the top local stations in uh, SoCal. And it was so funny too, because how it went, it was so unexpected. One of the ladies was like, oh my God, one of our family friends told us about you. Can you come in? Like, we'll give you a tour of ABC7. I'm like, okay, why not? And my dad and my mom always told me like, let's, I mean, let's be real. Sometimes looks do matter, but they're like, just to impress. I was like, okay, I'm gonna bring out the bad boys. So I wore, <laughs> I wore like a blue pantsuit. And let me tell you, I did not know that the colors of ABC7 were blue. But I wore a blue pantsuit and I came in and she's like, oh my God, you look like a news anchor that belongs to ABC7. And I was like, yes, I do. You're like, yeah, so let's make that happen. <laughs> and, um, that's the dream. And yes, 
I do belong here. But um, the funny thing is she didn't end up giving me a tour. She's like, do you have your resume in hand? And I am so blessed. I had five resumes in my bag. I was so prepared. So guys who are listening, please like be prepared for anything. Keep heels, keep extra clothes, keep makeup, keep your resumes in the car. Cause you no, seriously, you just never know. So I had my resume and, and she was like, oh, let me make a copy. I was like, oh no, I have two copies. Here you go. Because again, I had five, so I gave her the You're like two. handing them around to the whole oh, room, the office. Yeah, who wants yeah, one? Yeah, the postcard. Here's my resume, <laughs> kind of flashing it out to everybody. So they looked at it, and I was like, I know I don't have that much experience, but that doesn't matter just because I'll put my heart and soul into anything I do. And I was like, you know, I do have a unique background, and I explained to them my singing career because, you know, that is a, for me, I think that's a unique unique experience and I shared that and I'm very I'm so blessed that I won them over I worked with ABC7 for like a year and a half and it's it's crazy I will say this what you learn in school is nothing nothing close to like what happens like at the job yeah and like I'll tell you guys right now oh my god being at the assignment desk was so stressful so stressful like I honestly I would be so depressed because the news I'd be hearing and like it's crazy because I heard like when we first got heard of like when we first got calls of COVID it's like do you, it's crazy because I'll be straight up like whatever I'm saying right now guys is like again open book I didn't know whether to call it in like tell my boss hey there's calls of COVID but what is COVID but I still mentioned it because it was like yeah. well it's my job but then like we thought it was nothing. And then all of a sudden we got these calls of more places like COVID, like 30 cases, 40 cases, 50. And like, it just started with one case. And it was just crazy. Cause I was like, I was the one that got that one call. And then everyone else started getting the call. And it was like, it was fucking crazy guys. Like COVID, I thought it was nothing. It was, it was crazy. And then I it think it was something. Oh, yeah. That's a- no, 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 that, no, it was definitely something. And like, even for me, like hearing like people dying. Um, and then also, cause we have like, we hear the police conversations, you know, code red, code red do this. And like, honestly, it's very triggering. And it's, I mean, again, school does prepare you, but again, it, I was not prepared for those phone calls. I was not prepared for COVID phone calls and someone dying. And I even had, unfortunately, like I had this caller because I think the public, like the public forgets that like the news, <laughs> the news, how do I say this so nicely? The news is still a business. Yes. I'm sorry. Let's be real. News is business and news is money-making. And so I'm so sorry, but yeah, I had a parent that called me because their daughter was getting bullied. And they thought it was newsworthy. Again, it's really shameful that, you know, kids are getting bullied still today. And, you know, I really wish I could do something. But again, following protocol at the news, it's just I can only give what I can give. And the dad called me the following week and told me, like, his daughter killed himself. I mean, excuse me, let me rephrase that. That um, the father called me telling me that his daughter killed herself and I was to blame for it because I didn't do anything. And I will be honest, like, it was like, is this still what I want to do? Like, this is crazy. Like, I tried to do the best I could, but it wasn't good enough, you know? But then you have to realize, like, what hits you? What's hits you harder than that? Yeah. No. And I had to remember that's a grieving parent, you know? Mm -hmm. But it was hard on my part, too, because 
I'm, I'm, I'm an empath. I'm a Leo guys, <laughs> but I'm, I'm empathetic. So I'm just like, Oh my God. Like, I feel like shit, what am I supposed to do? But you know, once you kind of cry it out or do what you need to do, I kind of sat myself down. Like, you know what? That was the parent. They just needed to vent out. That's okay. But that was no, that was not my fault. I did what I could on my end. And, um, you know, that's, that's all I could do. And then unfortunately during COVID, um, I got let go. And it was funny because as much as I like love, like being part of the news, I think it was like a sign that I should do something else. Because again, there, I think people forget there are so many different types of news. So I'll be honest, I think it was very hard for me to accept because I wanted it so bad. But I realized, okay, maybe traditional hard news is not my route, you know? And it was hard because I wanted to be, I wanted to be like the Filipina, like news anchor representing for other young Filipinos that could do something that, you know, because nowadays we want to see people who look like us, you know, like relatable things. And I was like, oh my God, it's, it's an amazing feeling. And I don't think like people realize that, but, you know, I kind of was just like, you know, I have to remember myself and love myself and be like okay what do I really want to do and what's best for me so then they let me go and I was like well how am I gonna how am I gonna make money so um I just started thinking like okay well I still can do the singing thing so I would sing here and there at gigs but I was like you know taking pictures is fun I mean it is it just depends on how you edit it what the angle is and so everybody was always doing makeup fashion lifestyle and honestly, like my content, I don't know what it's called. I just know it's, it's me and life. <laughs> That's all I can say. But I will say it's all around like supporting people and businesses. So if you look at my profile, it's definitely about small, um, small businesses. I, I think it's because I appreciated the people that support my dream that I want to support them back, whether it's like, you know, giving me something free and you don't have to, like, sometimes I still pay, I still pay them. Cause it's like their small business. It's, it's a dream of theirs. And just by supporting that, that means so much to them. But I think that's why I always post about small businesses is because, um, it does so much for them, but I will tell you growing a following is very hard. It was, it's very frustrating. Cause I probably started out with four and then I started posting more after school. And then after I, after ABC seven and after I got let go and then I gained eight and then I was stuck on eight and I felt like I was at a plateau. And so I just started like being ballsy and gutsy. I'm like, okay, I know I have 8k, but I know my content's worth it. Let me send um, messages to some restaurants, some food stuff. And I was very surprised they messaged me back. So lesson here, guys, don't be afraid. Like, I know it's scary sometimes, but you're never, I know this sounds so like, corny too but you're never gonna know till you try like truly like I am a partner with Fabletics I didn't know I could get that you know it's just find the context you know do your research and I, I'm really thankful for my journalism background because finding emails you know I got that <laughs> I think without my journalism background, a little, like a little cyber stalking yeah of course yeah, it takes you far yeah no it does and it's like people are like how do you know them like it's my job <laughs> No, but um, kidding aside, no, I think all the partnerships I have now and, you know, these things that I'm getting for free, which I greatly appreciate, 
I wouldn't have gotten those stuff without me having the action to email them. So I think the lesson here is definitely email all those people you want to connect with, even if they, if they say no for now, Hey, that's okay. Cause maybe they'll reach out to you next time. Be like, Oh my God, we thought of you and blah, 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 blah. So just like keep them in your messages or put them on, well, there's primary and then there's general, put them on general. Then, you know, just wait, <laughs> I don't know, but I would, that's, that's what I would do. But, um, yeah. Did you want to ask anything? I feel so. <laughs> no, I am like, I wish people could see me. I feel like my, my jaw has been like on the desk, like the entire time. My fir the first thing I want to say is um, I'm literally quitting my job. You're the new host of groundbreaking because you're so interesting to listen to. Um, and you already are just the epitome of what I love about young creative people. And that's just how transparent and how honest you are about everything and how, how comfortable you are with that. Like sometimes things that we aren't comfortable with are what shape us into where we are now. And I yeah. think that's a very, a very sort of mature, but also very youthful way of looking at things. Um, I really want to ask you too, you made a point a little bit earlier, just about, you know, wanting to inspire people, but also taking care of yourself. And yeah. nowadays I think we associate inspiring people and being a trendsetter with you know, swallowing our pride or realizing that we are going to be very uncomfortable and we're going to have to almost sacrifice something. Yeah. So how do you decide at what point or how do you define that line? It's, it's probably a case by case, person by person basis. Yeah. How do you decide how much I, am I willing to go out there, stand and be a part of something bigger than myself, but also make sure that like at the end of the day, like I am still taking care of myself. No, definitely. So um, previous to like, let's say, let's see this year I started because my following was growing. I posted every day, like no break every, every day. And there are funny stories, which I'll mention in a bit, but, um, I post every day and th this month I was like, I need to do more for me. And so I said, okay, I can't be posting every day. This is crazy. So sometimes you need to really like swallow in your pride for sure. Cause I was like, Oh, but what if I lose momentum? But I'm like, no, you know, like your followers will understand people who really want to take interest in you. It's kind of like, you know, you have like you, like you had a job. If they're interested in you, they'll obviously keep you. So it's kind of the same with following, like your true followers will follow you to the end kind of thing. So it's like, I told myself, I'm only posting Monday, Wednesday, Friday because I cannot do every day. It's crazy. Like sometimes like, man, if you can see the behind the scenes and all my friends are like, Bea, you should do the behind the scenes. Cause there's one day, like I shit you not. I brought five outfits <laughs> in one day. So basically it was for a women's month. Like, uh, so um, women's month, I believe was in March. So if you look at my content, the whole month of March, I was supporting, um, women of color and women owned businesses. And I, again, like not to do my own horn, I didn't want anything free. I really wanted to support and buy from them because it's just, it's amazing to see women doing their shit, you know? But um, <laughs> there's one time, cause every Friday in the month I did um, black owned coffee, Lat Latina owned coffee, um, Asian owned coffee. So I, <laughs> for one day, like um, I pre-shot everything, but one day, I had to go to five coffee shops 
brought five different outfits, five different shoes, five different accessories, five different lipsticks. And the friends that would go with me, because I'm like, dude, I cannot drink five coffees. You have to go with your drink. I was about to say five is a lot even for me. (laughs) Like I'm literally five o'clock and I'm I'm drinking my coffee. I'm like, that's a lot. (laughs) No, 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 it is. So I was like, any friend that came with me that day, I'm like, you can have two coffees. I'll have the third. And so they're like, Bea, like people need to see like how quick you change. Cause again, I'm not going to go to the restroom. Like again, because I have to think I'm, I'm not far from LA. I'm in the LA County still, but it's still LA traffic just sucks ass. But anyways, I had to a lot the time. So I would wake up probably at seven, go on the road by eight, nine to 1130. I would make sure to go to all of those five coffee shops, still change, take a cute drinking picture and do whatever real I needed to do. Then make sure by 1140, drive back on the road because if it hits 1230 or one, LA traffic is adios. So I I will go above and beyond for, con- for content. And sometimes it does bite me in the ass um, because I do tire myself. Um, I'm like, shit, I need to post again. I need to do this. So I definitely realized this month, I do need to take a break. And also the sad part, I think how I realized that was because of my boyfriend. <laughs> I love you, babe. But um, unfortunately he's like, babe, I love you, but you're always on your damn phone. And <laughs> that was the time it hit me. I'm like, shit, like, it's not fair. It is not fair that I'm still working on our time. I have to learn. And that's hard for me because I'm a workaholic. I like to be on my toes. I'm just... I'm a go-getter guys, but you know, I do have to separate and it was very hard for me, but I'm like, I am not going to lose someone I love just because of fucking like posting all the dang time. Like that can wait, you know? So I was like, okay, babe, I'm going to take a break. And he was so proud of me. He was proud because he knows how hard it is for me. Like it seriously is hard, you know, like, because again, I enjoy, it's like a love hate thing. I enjoy creating content, but I hate it because if I don't get the amount of likes, I get pissed, the comments, the engagement. So I think what I can say too, is that be patient with engagement. Um, It's hard because there'll be like some reels. I'm like, I'm shocked. Usually my reels hit like a thousand or two, whatever. But some I'm like five, how is that happening? (laughs) So like, I had a friend that was like this friend of mine too. She's very famous on TikTok. She's like, dude, it's the algorithm. Just do not overthink it. And um, for people who want to content create, definitely make friends from Instagram. I'll be honest, the friends I made through Instagram, I feel like I've known them forever. They're so sweet. They're amazing. And also they're really great with advice, especially like a lot of my friends that I've gained through Instagram, they're amazing content creators. And it's just so nice to have them because like, if I needed advice, like, Hey, do you think this angle or, Hey, what camera do you use? Or like, what do you do when um, your reel only hits like 500 views, like blah, 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 blah. And it's because of them, I've been able to stay in the game because there were many times I wanted to give up, but um, you just kind of have to pull through. But also I want to mention this for your listeners. Um, Some collaborations will not be fun. Some of them will be cheapy. So know to follow your gut. If you don't feel like it's worth it, don't force yourself because people will see it on your face no matter how you edit your face or force that smile in a video, they will see that you are not happy with the product or anything that you're promoting for yourself or because you really love the product or if you don't love the product. So just honestly, guys, follow your gut. That's really important. I think people forget to do that sometimes. Even I get so caught up. I forgot to do that sometimes. Like there was a time um, and 
also following your gut don't let people don't let people put you down because there was an instance during um women's month i again i did own up to my mistake but again some people love to get angry at you for some reason mm-hmm. yeah. so um i'm i'm just not going to mention the name of the coffee shop just because but um this coffee shop in particular it, it was it's black owned amazing coffee shop don't get me wrong it's just i think the person was probably having a bad day you know life is not perfect again you just gotta try to think optimistically but um again i did a reel all um, black owned um, women black owned coffee shops and again being a journalist i did my due diligence but again some some websites can be wrong and um i tagged the wrong owner on accident okay i didn't do that on purpose and she called me out big time. She called me stupid. And she was like, how dare you? And the funny thing is I changed it within a second and she was still giving me shit. So honestly, guys, like I learned from that. Don't take it too personally. Cause I'm, again, I'm very sensitive and I took it personally. And if you do just cry it out and then move forward, you know? But again, you're not gonna, you're not avocado. You're not some cauliflower pizza. You're not coffee. You're not gonna please everybody as long as you're doing it for yourself and you love posting what you're posting, I think that's all that matters. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I, I'm i like, you are resonating with me on a level that I really truthfully can't even comprehend because I mean, I feel like a lot of, a lot of the opportunities that I've been given is because of, because uh, quote unquote, like I stumbled upon you on social, like that sort of thing. And so, and I mean, there's been those moments where I went, oh, this was the most minor mistake, but this is the end. Like this, I'm never doing this ever again because I am somebody that like really spirals. Like the second something is like a little bit wrong. So you saying that and hearing from you, like, you know, yeah, like, okay, Jacob, cry about it for the night, but then realize that like, there's so many other pieces and everything that you just don't ever know that's going on. And so you can, and you're not the reason that a piece isn't falling into place always. Yeah. Like that, that thing that happened at the coffee shop, mind you, this lady was like, like cussing at me. I'm driving and okay. You're not supposed to be driving. Look in your phone. Yeah. 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 But I was doing that. Okay. (laughs) Cause it was traffic. And again, I was just like, Oh my God, I'm getting so much anxiety because I'm looking at the message and driving at the same time. I'm just like, what am I supposed to do again I changed it changed it but honestly I cried the whole way home (laughs) and I know it's not safe to cry but you know I had to release it somehow I'm not gonna be dumb and get in an accident so like I remember I was making a video and I'm like guys it's not safe to cry and drive but as long as you're looking straight that's all that matters and like now I look back I'm like laughing at them like hey as long as I was focused on the road looking straight but crying that's all good (laughs) So I, well, first of all, I will say, I understand the LA traffic frustration. I've, I've done my fair share of hours and hours in LA traffic before. Um, but I also want to ask you a little bit too, for, for, you said kind of like earlier, you know, you, you learn from such a young age, a lot of the realities of, of a more adult style career or something, a career occupied or I don't want to say should be occupied by some people older because I don't mean that, but like, but has standards and a pace that is very mature for, for young people to really, really understand before they've kind of come into who they are and really decided what they want. Um, So who did you, 
Who did you look to in those moments? Because I know you said like, you know, there's, you kind of hope that standard's kind of gone now. I think that standard still exists for a lot of like really, you know, I say young, I mean like young, young people who are in any sort of industry like that. Who are you looking to for the question of, am I doing this right? Is this really where I'm supposed to be? And, you know, is this normal? Is this, do I deserve this sort of success? Because I mean, as young as I can remember, I was having that imposter syndrome. So I want to know what that sort of feeling was like for you. Well, for me, I hope I can answer this correctly, but um, it was hard. I mean, in those times that I was like, what am I going to do? Or is this right for me? I definitely always went to my parents, but at the end of the day, it's my life, you know? So I had to put like, I had to really sit down to myself and think. And I will say I did like in those times too, I made sure to like make an appointment with my therapist. (laughs) So I, because again, guys, I'm all for mental health. I wish medical stuff was free because we all need that. So Biden, Get Amen. <laughs> All right, Joe, let's do it. <laughs> but um, no, I it it was hard. I mean, because it's like sometimes I'm like, do I deserve this following? Do I deserve like this free stuff? You know, but I have to remember again not to be selfish. But I work hard for like. People don't realize like during those times I posted every day, I have to edit through all these different apps, not just one, mind you, different ones. So no, it's I always think, a series. It's always Lightroom to yeah. Visco to, yeah. Or, um, mm-hmm. for, I know for videos, for people listening, try InShot. InShot's amazing, so quick too. <laughs> but um, no, 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 for me, I had to really like every night. Now I try to do like a, a meditation session where I'm like, because sometimes I do feel like that. I'm like, do I deserve this? Like, they're really nice and blah, 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 blah. So it's like, I know this sounds crazy, but yeah, I talk to myself. I mean, how are you going to get through it sometimes? And then, you know, I do think of the two sides. Like I do weigh out. I'm like, well, you know what? I'm not taking advantage of them. Number one. Number two, I want to do this because their brand looks amazing or their food looks amazing and I want to support. So as long, I think as long as you have good intentions and I mean, imposter syndrome happens all the time too, but, um, you just have to step back. They have that saying, like in order to move forward, you, you need to take a few steps back. I do that every single time with the brand or with like a restaurant that, you know, Hey, come down. Can you do a, a TikTok for us? And, um, a reel. Okay. Why not? But then sometimes it comes again, like the day before or the night before I'm like, okay, wait, I mean, can I like even not even imposter syndrome sometimes, excuse me, not even imposter syndrome. Sometimes I get depressed, like just out of nowhere. I mean, depression happens, you know? And sometimes, I mean, I'll be like, it's hard not to, I'll be honest. It's very tempting to make a white lie if you don't feel like it, you know, Mm -hmm. but I've learned that lies kick ass (laughs) when they find out. So, um, always be honest. Again, if the brand really, really brand or restaurant or whatever it may be wants to work with you, they will find a way to understand because everyone, we're all humans. We're not perfect. We're not freaking like, again, avocado and cauliflower pizza. We're not perfect. So, I mean, I've mentioned to some brands like, hey, I'm so sorry. I haven't gone back to you. I've just been going through a spiral of depression. And surprisingly enough, like a lot of them are just, no, I appreciate the transparency so I think in this day and age, especially like being an Asian American, unfortunately, I was taught to be like docile and be like, okay, you know, like, you know, always put your head down. Don't kind of say everything and anything. But I'm at this point, 
I want people to know me for me. What like sometimes like I will cry on my Instagram story because I'm tired of seeing perfect stories and perfect posts, you know, like I'll be honest with you. I posted, um, you know, with all the Asian hate, unfortunately, there's so much going on. I posted a lot of stories of me crying because it, it was painful and I wanted to see like, it's okay to cry. Like, I'm so sick and tired of people like, oh no, men can't cry. And it's so, it's so cowardly to cry. Um, then you're a stone because we all have hearts. We were born with hearts and feelings. Mm-hmm. We need to cry it out, you know? Yeah. So fuck it, cry. And um, I had this unfortunate um, event where, uh, where I work out at, I, I just finished kickboxing and this man decided to just walk next to me, call me stupid and spit at me. It was the worst feeling ever. And I want to share that with you guys because I came in prepared. My dad was a retired, well, I'm sorry. My dad is a retired LAPD police officer. And, um, you know, I had things ready. I had my pepper spray. Like, it's crazy that I should be worried about going out. But yeah, I had everything ready. And in that moment, I froze. And like, I, <laughs> I've been through, you know, I've been through, so many things too, but I was just like, why did I freeze? And, you know, I look back, I'm like, why? Like, I I usually fight back. Like, why didn't I? And I, unfortunately, like I told my dad and, um, you know, he was mad. I mean, who wouldn't be mad, you know? And unfortunately my dad went through the same exact thing before he became a police, you know? And, um, he was just telling me, he's like, I will, he was like, why, why didn't you do anything? I'm like, I'm sorry, dad, but like you were trained for that. I wasn't. I just, I didn't know what to do. You know, what do you expect to do when nothing was recorded? He said, she said, who's going to believe? Yeah, despite I'm a police officer's daughter, who's going to believe someone like, oh, did she, maybe she saw, maybe it was nothing. Maybe it was dirt or something that flew in the air. I mean, no offense. Like it's a tough time. I mean, even my dad being a police officer, I will say he's very disappointed in what's going on right now. It's very painful because like back, I mean, how old are you, Jacob? 22 i'm 22 yeah i feel old i'm 27 but when i was (laughs) younger, i'm like i still feel old but when i was younger even in commercials movies when we are in trouble we go to the police sorry Mm -hmm. i don't mean to make this political but i feel like it should be mentioned no (laughs) no um, sure now it's like oh let's record it you know and it just sucks because one bad apple ruins it for everybody else like my dad he experienced so much being a filipino american he experienced so much fucking racism. So it's been going on since like way back when. I mean, shit, if Martin Luther King was still alive, he'd be so angry. Like, what the fuck, guys? Like, I try to do the civil rights thing and it's all like fucked up now. But um, no, me and my dad, I, I'm a daddy's girl, but we have all of these great conversations. And it's just so nice to have like conversations where we don't agree. I mean, because like that's how life is. And it's like nice to hear both sides where I'm not favoring, you know? Yeah. And it's hard because being a cop's daughter, I will. I do favor the police officer side, but you know, sometimes I don't just because of what's going on. And it's, it's just great to hear my dad's point of view, because unfortunately, I mean, even in the, like, even in the police department, he experienced racism. I mean, like he told me a story where they're like, Hey, Ray, go back to your own country. Cause at the time my dad had a, um, a thick Filipino accent, you know? And um, it's so unfortunate because like, again, bullying still goes on today, but my dad was like 30. And that fucking happened to him. And like, sometimes it makes me cry because that's fucking bullshit. Like, uh, mind your own business. You have nothing nice to say. Don't fucking say it. 
So um, at that time, like my dad would eat in the restroom and you know, he, I, he sacrificed so, so much, but um, oh my God, I'm gonna start to cry. But anyways, um, no, it's just like, well, his point was that racism still goes, went on from then until now. And my dad was saying that he's happy in a way that it's open. It's out in the open because back then it was so hidden. It was like under the rug, like, oh yeah, we knew that was going on, but it's not really like televised and stuff. So in a way he was saying like, you know, with media, with like what you're doing, posting it everywhere. It's a good thing because people need to see that shit. This shit is going on. And he was like, he was saying, hopefully with so much bullshit, like all the negative, there's a positive at the end. You know, maybe people, oh, I mean, I'm a very hopeful person, but I just, it's just crazy shit that's going on. But, you know, I'm very hopeful that things will get better. I mean, in the recent news, you know, we heard that um, George Floyd and that police officer, you know, I saw that video and I honestly went into tears because you kind of got that sense of you like, why do we need to hold our breath and just for this police to get convicted? It's just so stupid. Like, it should be a right, you know, and I'm just like, this is not justice. This is just the start. And we need to continue this. So I'm hoping, sorry, this got so political, but um, I'm hoping that this is an example of the process, that it will continue this way because it's just, even my dad, he's just like, I'm so disappointed. Like he even told my boyfriend, don't join the police now. Mm. Like that's sad. My boyfriend wants yeah. to join, but he's not because there's just so much, um, there's so much bad vibes with the, with, any of the cops right now and even just anyone in the department but yeah sorry that got so political so no. quick i'm so sorry well thank you thank you so much for sharing that sort of story and especially the the influence that your background has on that too because of course that of course that shapes the way that you really view modern sort of times and i, I really like appreciate because i know oh, no. that sort of instant especially where you go you know did did i do the right thing in that moment but oh. who knows what the right thing in that what, what even is that um no, yeah. so i really i really really appreciate you sort of sharing that no of course i think you know now that we're talking about it, i just i want people to know that yeah shit's gonna happen but don't be so hard on yourself and don't blame yourself and i think why i always like i told you earlier ask me anything I'm an open book because I don't want people to think that they're ever alone and I don't ever want people to think like shit am I the only one experiencing this fuck no there's probably people out there you just don't know it you know absolutely because you know a lot of we don't always hear a lot of those stories because they're so you know uncomfortable and it's you almost I don't know do you ever feel like nobody is going to really under, understand that in terms of oh why it stuck with me 100% they're like, I always feel that way. And, you know, I think that's why I like telling my story because it gives people like, oh shit, again, maybe that like, oh, that's kind of close to what I experienced. Shit, I'm not alone. And it's like, it's again, it's a sucky feeling to be alone because again, we're people, we want to be with people and talk to people, which is why COVID was so hard for every single person, you know? But again, yeah, it's, it's tough. But I think as long as you have a good foundation, whether it may be family or even just friends, as long as you have people that you truly trust and care for and love. And again, like I said, it doesn't have to be family, but just that circle. I think that's all that matters, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Well, again, I can't thank you enough for your transparency. 
truthfully. I mean, you're like, you're giggling now and I know (laughs) your energy is so contagious, but like, I, I truthfully there, I know there are going to be people like listening who definitely at least had, you know, some part of them stop and listen to you in a really meaningful way that probably they weren't even expecting. So truthfully, and truthfully, please take my job any day. Like, no, oh my goodness, please. (laughs) I just love talking. I think that's the journalist and all of us that we talking but yes I like I always like to ask two questions at the end of the episode here um the first one is very very cheesy um in terms of where where do you really want to be or you know what's the moment that we can help manifest for you where you you know take that sigh and go all right Bea this is this is it I made it okay there's two one is there's a um media company called Bumble I mean, Bumble, excuse me, erase that, edit that. There is a media company called Jubilee. I don't know why I thought Bumble. I met my boyfriend on Bumble. Anyways, um, Jubilee. And um, again, it's Asian owned, but I, I, I want to work with people and places that we have similar views on. So that's something that I want to work towards or Darman, Darman Studios, his videos are legit cool and I really like that he's trying to raise awareness so those are two companies but my ultimate dream and goal is to be the first again because I I sing the first um animated Filipina Disney princess to do both singing and the acting because I do not like how Disney will pick one actor for the singing and one actor for the the singing and acting whatever but no I'm like I want to be both because I can do both okay (laughs) I love that so much. Absolutely. Oh my gosh. What, whatever petition I need to sign to make that happen for you. I'm oh all God. over it. I'll send it 5,000 times over. <laughs> amazing. Oh my gosh. Yeah, that would be like- amazing. I mean, what's your favorite um, Disney princess movie? Just um, for my well okay. ask. singing. Okay. See, I get really technical with it. So okay. <laughs> singing wise, Little Mermaid all the way. And I could do a pretty good impression. So follow me on Instagram for that. <laughs> I do a really good impression of Little Mermaid. Um, Story-wise, I would say um, Beauty and the Beast, just because we don't see that smart, unfortunately, Disney. We don't see that small, smart princess. But then going into like closely into my nationality and culture is two. It would be Moana and then Mulan. Sorry. That's yes. A- but yeah, that's how it is. No, everyone always makes fun of me um, for knowing all the words to the Moana soundtrack. Oh my God, no! I love, I was actually just on a road trip this past weekend and I was traveling and the Moana soundtrack in full was played. Like the score and everything was Were played. Were you singing Thank You? I mean, you're welcome. Thank you. You're welcome. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. Dwayne The Rock Johnson laid it all oh, out on that track. Who yep. knew he can sing? I was just like. No, that was a serve. Nobody could ever do it like he does. Oh, for sure. And everyone always laughs at me too because my favorite is not even the how far is not even how far I'll go. It's I am Moana. It's like the song she oh sings like God. on the boat when the grandma comes away, back. I won't away. spoil it. Da, da, da. I think it's that one, right? <laughs> it's the one um, where she has like the big realization. And spoiler alert for anybody who hasn't seen it, but honestly, if you haven't seen Moana at this point, like shame on you. Um, I know, please. <laughs> Where um, it's a stingray or a manta ray that the grandma comes back as. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, that makes me cry. <laughs> yeah, we actually, we kind of need to stop talking about it because that scene always makes me cry. But um, 
<laughs> it like it hits and it's in a, in like some, I don't know, some string that I don't know. I don't know why emotionally it hits me, but it does. Um, anyway, <laughs> the second question I always like to ask is, um, I feel like a lot of the times when people listen to these sort of podcasts and these projects and such, a lot of the advice that we give, and you've honestly, I'm asking this question now just because I always ask at the end, but you've definitely answered this question so far. Um, don't worry, I've been listening. Um, but uh, I feel like a lot of the times the advice that's sort of given is very surface level, maybe in terms of like, you know, like follow your heart, which is a great piece of advice. Yes. But I will say once that podcast is done and I go sit at my desk to work on my life and myself, I go, what does following your heart look like? Like, that's not a spreadsheet. I can just start in Excel or oh, like, that's not yeah. no. like, that's not like, so I always wonder like, what is the tangible sort of can be a next step or first step. It can be very specific to the work that you do, or just very general. Like if somebody's given an hour of their time today to hear your incredible story, what can they do if they have another hour right now? Okay. So this might be a little long, but because I, I love helping others, you know, in, in any way. So again, for people who need, like DM me, I honestly, which is bad. Like I said, I'm always on my phone, but DM me. I, I'm glad to answer any questions. But I would say sit down with yourself and kind of list down the things you like. Like for me, it's like, okay, singing, which I've been really bad on, but I'm going to do more singing videos. I'm a foodie. Okay, post more um, uh, reels with food. But I'm also a vegan because my boyfriend's vegan. I'm a cheating vegan. No so way. Guys, you're vegan so, too? Yeah. Yeah. My boyfriend's vegan. And so I didn't want him to do the journey alone. So I'm like a cheating vegan, like I say, because I, I will cheat with cheese. But um, no, it's it's fun. But anyways, yeah, I post about like places that are vegan friendly. So again, like just posting you like or like I love crystals. Watch, for example. Oh, why am I showing you? I'm showing you thinking like this is a video. <laughs> Sorry. But no, anyways. I still want to see. Everyone else can imagine. <laughs> no, so I'm whole, like, okay, for instance, I'm in love with crystals. There's fluorite, rose quartz. I post about that. So honestly, be true to yourself because you're selling yourself. Oh, that sounds so weird, but you're selling yourself as a brand. So it's like, I love crystals. They help me when I'm stressed. And people are like, oh my God, me too. So it's, you know, you may think you're alone, but realistically, there's so many people out there that are like, oh my God, I use crystals to relax too. And I remember there was a time where like, I wasn't like self-loving myself. So I have like a rose quartz, um, cause rose quartz is self-love, it's a self-love stone or crystal. And I just held it close to me. I'm like, okay, love myself. No, but anyways, what I'm trying to say guys is sit down to yourself. If you really want to get serious with it, and write down things you like, like I mentioned earlier, singing, or maybe you like dancing, do dancing reels, or let's say you like poetry, maybe do a reel about five poetry books you like. There's so like the sky, I know it sounds corny again, but the sky is really the limit. You could do anything. And even on my post, I'm a proud Filipino. So I'm trying to do a segment where I do Filipino vegan food. Cause there's so many surprisingly. Yes. Yes. There are. Oh my gosh. Filipinos I'm all over that. It. Yes, please. There's some Filipinos killing it in that game where, Oh, I'm vegan. So I'm going to make Filipino vegan food. I'm like, what the fuck? I didn't know that was a thing, but see again, do what you love because you don't know, like it can hit. And if it misses, then, Hey, you tried, but again, you just be yourself. 
I think that's the most important thing. And then secondly, like I mentioned earlier, if you don't feel like posting, don't post. I think oh, I yeah. learned that. It's so funny because I help other businesses and um, individuals create content. And I, I don't use this advice on myself, but I, I am now. But um, for those listening, don't force yourself to post if you don't feel like it because you're just going to kick yourself in the butt about it. And I, I've done that many times, but this month and moving forward, I won't. But <laughs> just don't, yeah, just if you don't feel like going online, don't because everybody needs a break. And you deserve that break as a sign of self-love for yourself. And I think thirdly, the most important thing is have fun. Because again, people will see it on your face if you're not having fun. And there are times where like I've videotaped myself and I'm like, fuck this. So I don't film for that day. And that's okay. Like, you know, I sometimes hard on myself. I'm like, fuck, I didn't film that day. But then I, I like think back and I'm just like, but I was so pissed off. No point in filming because then people would see that I'm pissed off. And again, I mean like, Sometimes I do show that side because I want people to see, yeah, you can have fucked up days. You can have sad days, but most importantly, guys, just be happy with what you're doing. Know who you are as a brand and also don't limit yourself because I've seen, I've seen creators just do makeup and that's fine. Nothing against that. But again, if you can sing and do makeup, do both. If you can sing and cook, do both. If you can dance and read, do both, you know, just, do what you love and do it, you know? <laughs> and it's as simple as that. And sometimes it's really just hard to come to terms yeah. with like, it's okay to enjoy the work that I do. Yeah. Ironically, like sometimes it's, you, I even feel like I'll, I'm doing something wrong if it's not stressing me out enough, which yes. is like super strange. And I love that you say like, you don't, I don't always have to post because that's like something that I hear from a lot of people is yeah. that I always feel pressure to like, you know, I didn't do anything for the past few days and everyone's going to leave me and I'm not going to have a career anymore. I had that for a while, but again, just remember the people who are interested in you, they will follow you. And sometimes they even check in on you, which is funny mm -hmm. enough. Like I've had followers like, Hey, you haven't posted. I hope all is well. And like, it's so oh. humbling to know that there's people that are like, Oh shit. Yeah. Weird. <laughs> but I like, it's just again, humbling. And I just really appreciate that, you know? So, yeah. Absolutely. Well, I appreciate you so much today. Truthfully, I really mean it when I say this was probably one of my favorite episodes just of how, how joyous and how transparent and how incredibly inspiring you are. And I'm so glad that we were connected. Truthfully, it means, it means a lot to me. And you, you gave all the advice that I should be hearing right now. And truthfully, that I really wish I heard a lot sooner. So it's, it's an absolute joy to be able to bring this episode to people. Yay. Thank you for having me. I mean, again, if you need anything, even you, like, just let me know. Oh, you'll be hearing from me. Yep. Yep. You will. <laughs> okay. <laughs> You're the best, Bea. Good luck oh. with everything. We'll be in touch. And I'll plug all your socials here at the end of the episode. So for everybody who's like, I need to connect with her right now and be a part of this incredible journey she's on, we're going to make sure everybody joins you. Sounds good. Thank you so much. Thank you again, Bea, for being a part of the show today. We'll have to have you back sometime soon. Be sure to continue connecting with Bea by following her at Hey Bea Reyes on all platforms to check out and keep up with all the incredible things that she's up to. Looking forward to having you back next week for another episode. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast on your favorite streaming service and follow us at Friendly Media, that's F-R-N-D-L-Y, on all platforms. You can also follow me at Jacob Wittenberg. All links are in the description to make it super easy for you. Well, folks, that's all for today. I will see you next time for some more groundbreaking. Mm -hmm.